We begin today the Gemara on Davchav Beis on Medalef, six lines from the top of the Yomad, where it says Mayikeh. So what we learned yesterday was the Gemara's explanation for the first halacha of the Mishnah, that when it comes to Kaidesh, you're not allowed to toivel one keli inside another. When by Truma, we're not machmah that much. So the Gemara brought two reasons. Rav Ila said the reason is because we're afraid that the water won't get in properly and it'll be a chatzitza. According to Rave, he says, no, that's not the reason. The reason is there's a gzayre. If you allow a person to put one keli into another, he might take these little pins and little needles and put it into another small keli, which has a very small opening. An opening that's kishveferes anoid, less than the two finger breaths of a person. That's the, the gzayre. So the Gemara now will explain that there's an afkemina between these two reasons. What would be a practical difference between Rav's reason and Rav Ila's reason? So the Gemara answers, The difference would be, If a person takes a basket and a gargusni, which is also, a Rashi says, a very big basket, which is used by the wine, when they, when they would press the wine, so they would, the wine would be like a strainer to go through this basket. So he's using a basket or a very large basket to place kalim inside. Shemilon kalim. He filled it up with kalim vid bilon. And this is how he's tabling it in the mikveh. The opinion that says that the issue is tabling one kalim inside another could be a cause, it'll be a chatzitze. So that still is an issue. Because even though it's a very big basket, but if one inside another, we're afraid the water might not go in properly, especially if the kalim you're placing inside are heavy. But the one that says, what's the That you might come to place these kalim inside a very small keli that has a very, very tiny opening. Using such a massive basket that it never has, you don't have these baskets that have such a kind of a small opening. Over here, there's no such a kind of exeter. Regarding any other kind of keli, which sometimes have these very little openings to them, over there maybe there's exeter, but not for these baskets. Not the concern. He holds it. Echatzitza is an issue, but the concern that it might be a chatzitza, no, he doesn't hold it that. The sal, well, yeah, they have in it these holes in it, yeah. So, if he's not worried about chatzitza, what's the difference? You put it in a, in a more or less closed table. Again, Rav is not worried about chatzitza. Rav is not concerned about chatzitza, so therefore you can table in the big basket, baskets. Rav goes according to his opinion. Rav said this clearly elsewhere. Rav said, You have a basket, or this large basket, that you filled it up with other kalim, and you table it this way, it's tired, it's good. Then Rav says another halacha, which is not exactly directly related to this, but also about this basket. A mikveh that you sep, you divided the mikveh into two with this sal and gargusni. So it was, it was a one mikveh, and it had enough of a shear in it, 40 saw. But now the mikveh split into two. So on each side of the mikveh, you don't have the minimum size of a mikveh. So this, when you split it with this kind of a basket, it's a basket that allows some water to flow through it. It's not a basket that's right. So the question is, is it still considered to be one big mikveh? So he says, no, if you're gonna tevil there, because you now have this separation with this big basket, so the two sides of the mikveh are like two separate mikvehs. Are you gonna say this basket has some, it allows the water to flow through from one side to the other? 
So he brings an example that that's not good enough. It's still considered to be two mikvahs. Why? The ground also has these little holes in it that the water flows through and comes from under the ground. And, and nevertheless, if a person digs a pit in the ground and it's less than 40 saw and it's full of water and that water that's attached to the ground, the ground has in it the water, it has what? Worries has pores that comes up from the water that's on the ground and, that, and it's connected really through those pores on the ground to, to everything that all the water that exists on the ground so maybe you should say even if there's no 40 saw, a saw right here present in this uh, pit but it's connected to the underground water but we don't say that right? even though the water is not the, the ground is not solid it allows water to come through the same thing over here regarding these baskets, even though it's not a solid separation and it allows water to go through, but it's not good enough. It is considered to be a separation that it's two mikvahs. So the Gemara, not going back. The first, the, the, the second uh, Indian of Rav is not negate. The first thing that Rav said, the first thing Rav said, exactly what we said before, salvagar gusni, that if you table inside of it, it's good. Now the Gemara says, vahani mili. This whole thing that we said before, going back to the reason that Rava said before, that the issue of tavling one keli inside another is that we're afraid that you're going to tavel inside a keli that has a very small opening. And if it has a very small opening, the water that goes inside, it's not considered to be part of the mikveh. It's not going to be metire what's inside. And what it says, that's not always true. When is that true? If the outside keli, which has a tiny opening, it itself is tar. You don't have to tavel it. You're trying to table other kalim that are inside. So then I say that those kalim that are inside are stuck inside with this very little opening. The water that gets inside is not considered to be connected to the mikveh. What happens if the outside keli itself is also tomei? And you're trying to table the outside keli together with the other kalim that are inside. So then I say, migu the salketvila lekule gufe the mana. Because the tefillah of the, of the mikveh is going to work for the outside keli as well, how are you going to tevil this outside keli? Even though it has a tiny opening, the only way to tevil it is to leave it in the water long enough that the whole inside should fill up with water and it should be fully immersed in the water. So since the tefillah is going to work for the outside keli, so the tefillah will be effective also for everything that's inside. Right? It's not considered to be, you can't say it's dis what's inside is disconnected from the mikveh. That's not the case. The outside keli has to be tavled as well. And it's filling up with water. That's how you tavel it. So therefore, automatically, whatever is inside is going to be tired as well. If what, again? No, 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 no. We're talking over here about the outside keli that has a tiny opening, small opening, and that there's other keli inside. So before we said, because it has a, sm a very small opening, what's inside is not considered to be connected to the mikveh. So the Gemara is now saying, but that's only if the outside keli was tired itself. But if the outside keli is tamay and he has to tevil the outside keli, so then whatever is inside will become tahar together with the tefillah of the outside keli. And the Gemara brings a source from this from the Mishnah Mikvois. The Tanan, the Mishnah says in Mikvois, kelim shemilon kelim. You have kalim and you filled it up with other kalim. Vid bilon and you tabled it. So then it's going to be tar. So the Mishnah clearly says tahirim. It doesn't make a distinction between the size of the opening of the outside kali. It says it's going to be tar. 
So Rashi says, so from here you see that it must be that that Mishnah is speaking about that the outside Keli was Tommy as well. So because you have to table the outside Keli, so the inside Keli becomes tarred together with it. Then that Mishnah says, first let's read the Lashon of that Mishnah and the Gemara will explain it. V'im loy toval, if you did not toval it, mayim amu'uravim, the water that mix in, mixes in, ach yiu mu'uravim kishveferes anayit. It mixes in, it has to be the opening of So this, this Lashon of this Mishnah is very hard to understand. Gemara asks over here right away. What does this mean? If he did not tevel it. If he did not tevel it, so then obviously he didn't tevel it, so it's not toir. So the Gemara says, the second half of that Mishnah is saying the point that we said before. Which is, v'im loy tovel doesn't mean that he did not tovel it. He did tovel it. But what it means is, v'im einoit sarech lad biloy. If the outside keli was tahir, and it did not have to be toveled, and you take this outside keli, which is tahir, and you place inside of it other kalim, and there's water that's going to go inside, and that's how you want to be metai, what's inside this keli. Umayim amuravin, and there's water that's mixing in, that's going in, inside this keli. It has to be large enough, this minimum size of the two fingers that a person could put into this hole that goes inside the keli, then it's going to be tar. So here, the, here you have this clear Mishnah that's making this distinction. If the outside keli itself is Tomei, so then I say that you table the outside keli together with the inside keli, it doesn't matter if it has a big hole or not. But if the outside keli doesn't need tefillah, so then the water that mixes into the inside keli has to be at least the size that it should be able to go in to be part of the mikveh. If not, it's like separated from the mikveh. So that also means that even if I left it in the water, the whole time it's all filled up, it's also not. Correct. It's Correct. It's not, I mean, well, uh, again, according, according to Rav, no, this is not exeda. If it's actually, le- if the hole, for the inside keli is actually <coughs> too small, so the water that's inside the keli is like it's not in the mikveh at all. It's not exeda. It's like a separate entity. It's like not part of the mikveh. Just like if I but take it was a tamay, it was good. because then that's the only way I had to be tevil that outside keli by allowing it to fill up. So because it were, the tefillah works for the outside keli, so it's considered to be part of the mikveh. But in a case where the outside keli is anyways tar, and you're not immersing it in the mikveh to tevil. So then, even after it fills up, the water that's inside is considered to be separated from the mikveh. It has such a tiny opening, it's not part of the mikveh, and therefore whatever is inside is going to be tummy. It it's, it's, it's like it's not in the mikveh at all. So we make the just for, because of that reason. Because it's you know, yeah. the choice. So, um, yeah, let's go weiter. V'ha derave o deravila tanoihi. This machloik is here between Rave and Rabila whether by kachim, are we geyser even for a big basket or not. As we just said, that was the practical nafkemine between their reasons. So we find that this is a clear machlaikis tanoi. Tanya will learn nabraise sal vigargusni. You have a basket and a very large basket. Shemilon kalim, you filled it up with other kalim. Vid bilon, and you tiveled it in the mikveh this way. Bein le kaidesh, bein le trume, whether it's for kachim, whether it's for trume, tahirin. Either way, it'll be tired, the by kachim, not to table one keli inside another, does not apply by a basket or by a large basket. But Abishal argues and says, For trume, this will be good, it'll be the tefillah will be good, but not for kaidish. When it comes to kachim, the gzeda does apply even by a large basket. So here, this is like the opinion of Rav Ilo, that says that the issue is chatzitza, and therefore there's the issue of chatzitza even by a large basket. 
The Tanakhama though goes according to Rava that the issue is that we're afraid that there'll be a small opening and what's inside there is separate from the mikveh. But that doesn't apply to a large basket. So we see that this exact machlekes is a machlekes here in this Braisa. Now the Gemara will explain Bechlal, the whole entire thing that we're saying here. The halacha of the Mishnah is that this entire uh, concept of not tabling one keli inside another, whichever reason, Rav's reason, Rav Ila's reason, is only a chumrah by kachim, not by trumah. By trumah the tefillah is good. So the Gemara will now explain if it's really a problem and there's a reason for gzeda, why were they geyser only for kachim and not for trumah? If so, shouldn't we have the same concern regarding Truma? Whether that it might be a chatzitza or that the hole might be too small and what's inside is not in the mikveh. So the Gemara answers, For who are we saying the halacha of the Mishnah? Chaveidim. We're saying this halacha for the chaveidim. Chaveidim is the term that's used by Truma and Tara for those people that know the halachas and listen to us and are careful with the halachas. Chaveirim, so since this is a Mishnah, these are the halachas that we're saying to people that are, are know the halachas, so they know the halachas and therefore we're not concerned. Whether it's the reason for chatzitzah, they know that there's an issue of chatzitzah, so they'll be very careful that there shouldn't be chatzitzah. Or whether the issue is that the hole, the opening in the inside keli, it's, it's going to be too small for, for the keli that are inside, they know that halacha as well, so we're not concerned of any of these problems. If the point is that the Chaveidim know the Allah, so there's no Chashash to be concerned about, so say the same thing regarding Kachim, that they know the Allah. Answers the Gemara, Chazilei But what we're afraid is, Amaaretz might be observing this and he'll see how a person, which is a Chaver, is tabling one Keli and another, and he does not know the Halachas properly, so he might come to make a mistake and table the same way and not be careful about a Chatzitze, or not be careful about the fact that the opening is too small. The Ozil and Matpil, and he'll go and be table. If so, you should have the same concern regarding Truma that an Amaret sees this and will also be table in a way that's not proper and not, 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 not a good feeling. Again, and will go on table it this way. And we will not accept his Truma from him. Yeah, you're right, let's talk of that concern, but we, we, we're not going to address it, we're not going to make a special gzeda that you shouldn't table this way, because, well anyways, we're just, we're not going to accept the trumah from an Amoritz. Trumah is not a Again? But the Gemara is asking why not? The Gemara is asking that by Amoritz, he, he could see by trumah this, and that will be the same problem, so why, why, why shouldn't he be geyser? So the Gemara is saying the only reason we're not geyser is because we're not going to accept the trumah from an Amoritz. So say the same thing regarding Kachim. A Amaaretz that's coming and is donating Kachim to the Beis HaMikdash, we shouldn't accept it from him. And therefore there'll be no problems. He might see and do that, he doesn't know that Allah is right, and he might toivel not in the proper way, but we're just not going to accept it from him. And says the Gemara, that's not an option. Because then this is going to cause animosity. He's going to be very upset. You're not accepting my Kachim. So we don't want to bring to fights in the Eva. If so, by Trume, it's the same problem. How could you say we don't accept Trume from Amaretz? It'll also cause the same Eva. Answers the Gemara, Lo The Amaretz is not bothered by the fact that a Kayan is not accepting from him Trume, because the Azal Yavle, the Kayan Amaretz Chavre. He'll find another Kayan that is an Amaretz just like him, and that Kayan will accept the Trume from him. But a Kayan that's a Chavre, which knows the Halachas and is trying to be careful with the Halachas of Tume and Tare, he will not accept it from the Amaret, so we're not concerned about that. But when it comes to Kachim though, 
it's not it's not an option of going to another Kayan. He's coming to the base of Mikdash. He wants to donate Kachim to the base of Mikdash. And we're not going to accept it from him. He has nowhere else to go. He's being rejected. That's going to bring Eva. So now but the Gemara will bring. The didn't solve the problem. Then? He didn't solve the problem. The Gemara is explaining that what it all, <laughs> what it all boils down to it, is. But what, what you see from this Gemara is, what it all boils down to is, the only reason we're differentiating between Truma and Kachim is, it comes down to the Amaretz. When you get it to Truma, there's an option of not accepting the Truma of an Amaretz. So there is a concern there as well. The concern is the same by Truma and by Kachim. But by Truma, there's an option of not accepting the Truma from the Amaretz. By Kachim, there's no option to not accept it. Because of this concept of Eva, we don't want to bring Eva on Amaretz. So therefore, there's no option not to accept it. So by Kachim, the Chazal were more were, were geyser, that even Chaveirim should not table this way. So in order that Amaretz should not see this, so it should not become a problem in the first place. That's what it boils down to. In fact, the Gemara, now the Gemara, this next whole sugi here, will be discussing the status and different things in connection to an Amaretz. Who is the source? Where do we find such a concept that we, we are afraid, we don't want to reject the Nama Oret, that it will cause Eve, that it will be hatred? Why do we believe and accept from anybody, from even an Nama Oret, when he wants to donate to the Beis Mikdosh, wine or oil, all year round? What happens if all the Amaratsim are not going to accept from them these donations to the base of Mikdash? They'll go and they'll, they'll go and build a base of Mikdash for themselves. Or the site of Paraduma Latsmai. They'll go and make a Paraduma for themselves. So for the for Kachim and even for the Paraduma, since they have no other place, we don't want them to have another place where to go, so we have no choice. We accept it even from an Amaratz. So therefore they made certain Khumris regarding Kachim so that Amaratsim shouldn't learn to make mistakes about this. Rav Pape, in connection to this, Rav Pape also said, According to whose opinion do we accept today Eidos from an Amoritz? Even though there's reasons not to trust an Amoritz, but today we accept Eidos from an Amoritz. According to Rav Yaisi's opinion, like that just said, that we don't want to reject an Amoritz because it could cause Eva. Okay, so that's a, a similar thing regarding Eidos. And there's a thesis here that says a similar thing in too, making zimun by benching. There's a Gemara in uh, Brachas that says that in the zimun by benching you shouldn't include namaretz. So Taisa says today we don't do that for two reasons. Taisa says number one for the reason the Gemara says right here, Eva, it'll cause people to be to be very upset about this. And number two, Taisa says who can go and say I'm the Talmud Chachem and you're the namaretz and therefore I'm not going to include you in the zimun. So therefore that doesn't apply today. Okay, but the Gemara is not done yet. The Gemara, what did we say before? When it comes to Trume, we don't accept from an Amaoris the Trume. When it comes to Kachim, we do accept from them the Kachim. So only by Kachim is it a problem. By Trume, it's not a problem. Even by Trume, we should still be concerned about the fact that isn't it possible that a person will go and borrow a vessel to use from an Amaoris? So what you're saying, we don't accept? No, we do. We, it's possible that a person borrows a keli from an Amoritz. Now, where do you see this concept that we borrow keli from an Amoritz? Gemara is going to bring here a Mishnah that it says this. Vietnam, the Mishnah there speaks about a different subject, but in the Mishnah you see this concept that we borrow from an Amoritz. Kli cheres matzel ala keil. A kli cheres. Now what kind of kli cheres are we talking about? First, just a, there's a, few, a few points here to understand what this Mishnah is speaking about. There's a halacha by a kli cheres that's called a tzomit puzzle, which means if you have a kli cheres which is properly sealed, anything that's inside the kli cheres, even if it's in a house where there's a mace and there's tumah, but sealed inside the kli cheres is going to be tar. 
That's one halacha regarding a klicheres. A similar halacha regarding a klicheres is if you have a mace that's in the bottom floor of a house and you have the second floor, so you, and there's a hole in between, between the two floors, so whatever tum is on the bottom goes up through the hole to the top floor as well. What happens if the person on the top floor places a klicheres into that hole to clog the hole? So then that prevents the tumah from going upstairs. But what this mission is speaking about is a klicheres of an amaaretz. A klicheres of an amaaretz, so we consider it to be something which is a status of tumah because we don't know how, if amaaretz was careful with it or not. So the halacha is a klicheres that it itself is tumah cannot protect anything inside of it of being tired. So the Mishnah says, Nevertheless, the, this klicheres, even though it's from an amaretz, it still will save everything else that's inside of it, that it will be tohir. This is Basil's opinion. Ah, it's a klicheres from an amaretz. And a klicheres of an amaretz is, is itself tomeh. So how could it save anything that's inside from tomeh? So it's not explained over here, but the point is that Basil's opinion is that a klicheres of an amaretz, we don't know for sure that it's tomeh. If you have a klicheres that you know for a fact is tomei, whatever is inside of it will be tomei, it doesn't save anything. But a klicheres from an amaoretz, which is a person that is not so careful with tomei, doesn't know halachas properly, Basilo says, we still <coughs> consider this klicheres to be in a status of tara for this purpose, that what's inside of it will be protected from tomei. Base. The what? The what? We'll see one second. We'll get back to that question in a second. One second. First, let's see the pshat over here in this Mishnah. You have a klicheres that comes from an amaretz. So if you have food or drink that's inside of it, so then that, it will save it, it will not become tomeh. And also a klicheres that's inside of this klicheres will not become tomeh. But, as we'll see soon, if, there's, if it's regular kalim, if it's other kinds of kalim that's inside of it, that will be tomeh. So what's the reason for this? Why are you saying that the food and the drink and the klicheres that's inside of it, it's going to be saved? It's, it's going to be, again, it's, it's, it's not going to be saved. It's going to be, um, again, it is going to be saved, again, again. Um, it's only, why, why is it, again, his question is, why are you making this distinction? Why are you saying, when you get to the Eichlin and the Mashkin, that it will be saved? And for everything else, it will not be saved. So Amru Beishamai, Beishamai answered, or another Girsi here is Amru Lehem, they said to them, What are we talking about here? We're talking about a klicheres that it itself is, is, we consider it to be Tomei because it belongs to an Amaretz. And the end, the rule is as follows, the end, kli Tomei if the outside klicheres is itself tomei, it does not create a chatzitze, it does not save what's inside of it from any tomeh. So now amru lehem beisilol, so beisilol says to them, but the food and the drink that's inside, and the klicheres as well, that you say is toy. So what's the distinction? Why when it comes to anything else, if you have anything inside this klicheres, Beishamai says, it would be tomeh. Only the food and the drink that's inside, that will be tar. What's the reason for this difference? So Beishamai explains as follows. When we said, for this Amaaretz. So he has this, this klicheres, and then he has the food and the drink that's inside. So when we're metair, the food and the drink that's inside, so we're metair this for the Amaaretz himself. Right? This is food. What, what is he going to do with this food? He's going to drink it and eat it for himself. 
No other person is going to take this food and drink from the Amaretz. We're not afraid that he's going to share it with someone else. So if it's for himself, so therefore we say that for him it's Tayr. But should we say that if there are other kalim that are inside this klicheres, if you're going to say that those other kalim are tired inside of it, so then that's going to be something which is tired for him and for other people as well. Why? Because the other kalim that's inside over there, not only the Amaretz might use these kalim for himself, he might lend it out to someone else to use. So by being metired kalim, you're going to be metired for other people as well. And that we don't want to do. So the point over here that you see is that it's customary for people to borrow kalim from an Amaretz. And there's no gzeda against that. If so, going back to the point that we said before, that when it comes to an Amaretz that's using the kalim, so there's no concern that he might not table them properly. Why? Because we're not going to accept truma from them. Yeah, but, but, it, but there's still gzeda that the kalim, the way they table them, they don't table them properly and we're going to borrow the kalim from them. Even if we don't accept truma from them, but we see that it, it, we do borrow kalim from them. It says here clearly the Lashon of this Mishnah. Okay, now before the Gemara comes back to uh, concluding this question and answering this question, the Gemara will bring a Braise that will explain more specifically the opinion of Beishamai. And this is, this is a Mishnah in Idias, and over there it actually says that eventually Beis Hillel retracted their opinion and they agreed to Beishamai. So what does it say there? Tanya, we learned in a Braise. Om Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua said, Beishani medivrechem Beishamai. Beishamai, I'm embarrassed of what you said. I'm embarrassed of your opinion. And he said as follows, Efshir, is it possible? So he's talking about the case that Beishamai was speaking about. Again, what, so one, one of the examples was when you have Tumah that's in the bottom floor of the house and you have the second floor in the house and there was a hole between the two floors and you place the klicheres inside this hole to separate from the Tumah. So now you have a, a Isha, you have a woman that's on the second floor of the house, Losha Bareva, she's kneading her dough in a bowl. So Isha Vareva Tmein, the woman herself and the bowl that she's kneading in, they're going to be Tame. Why? Because Beishamai says that the, the, the Kali itself becomes Tame. But Tmeim Shiva, they're going to be Tame like the Tum of a mace that is Tame for seven days. Ubatzik Tar, but the food, the dough itself, that will be Tar. That, that's the distinction that Beishamai made, right? That it, it will, will, the food itself we consider to be Tar, but any other Kalim, if it's not a Klicheres, that will be tired. How could you make such a kind of distinction? And it says the same thing, Lugin, Male Mashkin, if on the second floor, so you're storing over there, you have Lugin, you have these jugs that are full with uh, liquid inside of it. So Lugin, Tomei Tumashiva. So the Lugin, the, the jugs themselves, they're going to be Tomei. Umashkin Tairin. But the drink, the, the liquid that's inside of it, that's going to be Tahir. How could you make such a kind of distinction? So the question that he was asking is, either you say everything is Tomei, because I consider these Kali of Amma Adet that was trying to protect from the Tumen not to be a protection, or it is a good protection. If it is a good protection, it should be a protection for everything. Why are you making this kind of distinction? So Rabbi Shua said a very strong Lashem, I'm Amamish embarrassed of your opinion. So what happened? One of the Talmidim of the Talmidim Beishamai came and uh, had a conversation with Rabbi Shua about this. Allah, you said to him, I'll explain to you the reason of Beishamai. Allah, so Rabbi Yeshua said, Amar, say, let me hear, what's the, what's the explanation for the reason? So Allah, he said to Rabbi Yeshua, 
If I have a klicheres that's sealed, but the klicheres itself is tome, is that going to be chaitzitz? Is that going to separate from the tumah that's out of it, outside of it? Amalei, so he answered him, ain't a chaitzitz. No, it will not separate the tumah that's outside of it. So then he asked him further, kli shel What's the Allah? What's the status of a keli that belongs to an amaaretz? Tome or toy? Do we treat it as something which is tome or toy? Amalei tome. So he told him, a keli of an amaaretz is tome. So if so, he said to him, v'matoy meloy tome. If you're going to go and tell this Amoretz that what you have is Tomei, is he going to listen to you? If you're going to come and tell an Amoretz, you know that your Kaili is Tomei, and that the food that's inside of this Klicheres is also Tomei. Is he even going to pay attention to you? He doesn't follow the Alochis, he doesn't listen, so he's not even going to listen to you. Veloyoi, then not only this, if you're going to tell him that something is Tomei, what he's going to tell you is Shalitoi and Vishalchat Tomei. He's going to tell you, no, I know the halach is better. I'm careful. What I have is tari and what you have is tamay. This is the explanation for the reason of beshamay that made a distinction between food and drink and other kalim. So Rashi here explains that the point is when it comes to eichlin mashkin. So since the Amoretz is going to be eating this for himself, so there's no point in saying that he's eichlin mashkin or tamay. He's anyways not going to listen to us. So we just tell him that it's tari. And the same thing Rashi says, Benigayat Akli Kharis. Akli Kharis, if you're going to tell him that it's Tomei, what do you do with a Kharis that's Tomei? You can't toivel it in a mikveh. A Kharis that's Tomei, the only thing you can do with it is break it. So he's anyways not going to listen to us. So therefore, for a Kharis as well, we tell him that for you the Kharis is Toir. When it comes to other kinds of Kalim though, that he's able to be toivel, so over there, we don't tell him that it's Tomei. We don't tell him that it's Toir, that is, we tell him that it's Toir. That's possible that it should go, that he should go and be taivalit, and he could listen to us and taivalit, and therefore over there we make the distinction and we say that it's toy. That's the explanation of Bishami's opinion. And so again, the point of here is not coming back to the original question that we asked. Well, actually, the Gemara first finishes the story of here of what happened. After Rabbi Shua heard this reason of Bishamai, so Miyad, Halach Rabbi Yeshua v'nishtateach akivri Beishamai. Rabbi Yeshua went to the to the kvarim of the Talmidim of Beishamai and Omar. He said, "Nen neisi lechem atzmeis Beishamai." I spoke too strongly against your opinion, Beishamai. And then he said, "Umas tumis shlechem." If the halachas that you say that are tumis that are hard to understand, kach and nevertheless has a good reason, like it was just explained to me, mufurashois halachas kamba v'kamba. Most definitely, those halachas that you say that are clear and are explained, most definitely have a good reason to them. And Amru, they said about Rabbi Yeshua, Kol Yama of his entire lifetime, Hukhsharu Shinov Mipnei Tani Yosef. His teeth became black because of the fasting that he fasted when he spoke so strongly against the Talmidim of Beishamai when he said that he's embarrassed of their opinion. Katani Mies, now the Gemara concludes our question, what did we say over here? Lucha Veloi. That when it comes to kalim that are inside this klicheres, so over here, what did Beishamai say? We're going to consider it to be Tomei. Why? Because this is something that the people will borrow from them. And therefore, we say that it's Tomei in order for them to know that they have to table it before anyone borrows it for them. See, if so, there should be a concern that we borrow kalim from an Amoretz. So how did we say before regarding Trome? That there's no gzeire that we're concerned that it's not going to be tabled properly because we don't take truma from them, but we still borrow kalim from them. Alme shalinon minayu. We see that we do borrow from them kalim. Answers the Gemara, kishalinon minayu. When we borrow this kalim from them, matbilinon lahu. We're going to tabled these kalim. 
So yeah, we do table it from them, but as soon as we table it from them, we can't just use it as is. We have to right away table it ourselves. So therefore, we're not gonna, we're not gonna just buy, so our question was, we're concerned that we're, we're borrowing from them. Yeah, we borrow from them, but we have to table it over ourselves. So therefore, we're not going to make any xedas that the, 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 the tefillah that they did maybe was not good, because we're anyway going to be table it over again. If so, if so, let Beis Hillel answer Beis and tell them that when we borrow it from them, we're going to table it over again. Why are you saying that Beis Shammai explained regarding the food and the drink that they eat for themselves so that we say to them that it's tired because they're anyways eating it for themselves. Regarding the Kalim, because it's going to be tired for themselves and they're lending it out to other people as well so that we have to make sure to tell them that this is Tomei. So Beis should answer to them, why do you have to tell the Amaratsim that it's Tomei? Anyways, any person that's going to borrow it from them is going to table it over again. So even if the Amaratsim for themselves are going to consider it to be tired for themselves, but whoever's going to borrow it for them is going to table it over anyways. Answers the Gemara, but that's not always an option. Tomei Meis, Boy Gimel Vizayim. Something that's a Tomei Meis, it's, you can't just toivel it. If something gets tommy from a sheret, you can just toivel it in the mikveh. But if something is a tmei meis, you first have to do hazor from a paradumba the third day and the seventh day. So therefore, a keli, seven days, people don't borrow a keli necessary for such a long period of time. <coughs> and therefore, so it's not going to be an option to say that when you're going to borrow it, you're going to just toivel it over again. Yeah, so therefore, we have to let them know that these kalim are tommy. So that the Amaratsim themselves should know that they have to sprinkle the waters of the Pada Adum on it. What comes out? Huh? <coughs> for the Hazor of the Pada Adum, it looks like we will. But you still will have to table it over again though. That's the, that's the interesting thing over here. Yeah. It comes out from what we just said over here. The Gemara said that when we borrow the Kalim from them, so you table it over, you have to table it again. We're not relying on their tefillah. Frek the Gemara, is that true? We do not rely on the tefillah of an Amoretz. But Vatanya, we learned in Abraise. Neman and Mamioretz, Altaras, Tefillas, Tmeimeis. The Amoretz are believed to be metire themselves, to be tevil from a Tmeimeis. So they're, they're believed for this. It's not a question. If their body themselves becomes Tomei, for that they're believed, that's something that's much more, much more severe. And when it comes to their Kalim, for that we don't trust them that they're doing the, pre, the Tefillah of the Kalim properly. Rav says, In both the Braise here and what we said before is both talking about the Kalim of an Amaretz. And sometimes we do trust them, and sometimes not. For loy kashi, it's not a question. If an Amorit comes and tells you, I never tabled one keli inside of another. I did the, I did the tefillah properly with no chatzitze. We believe him. And then there's another case where he comes and says that I did table the keli, but I did not table it inside a keli which, which has in it Kishveferes Anoid, the very, huh? She'ein befiv Kishveferes that it does not have this little opening in it, and therefore I did it feel it properly. For that, we don't believe him. In other words, the point over here is that an Amma, we, we don't, we don't um, believe in Amma Oretz to say that he knows certain halachas, because we don't trust them that they know the halachas properly. That we don't believe them. But if an Amma Oretz comes and says that he toiveled the Kalim, 
And he told that without a chatzitza, that we do believe them that they do know. And for the basic tefillah, we accept what they said. We're not chayshish that he's lying. The Gemara brings a raya to this, Vohatanya, like we learned in Abraisa, a similar thing that it says regarding an Amoretz, Nemon Amoretz Loimar, Peira Yisloi Hukshru. An Amoretz is believed to say that these produce never came in touch with uh, liquid and therefore it's not susceptible to any tumor. That we believe them, that they know and we accept what they say and they're not lying. What we don't believe them to say is that these peiris became wet and they became susceptible to tumah but it still did not become tumah. To that extent we don't believe them that they know that Allah has to be careful. <coughs> How about before we said regarding their own body if they become tame, we do trust them that they're going to table properly. Regarding that do we believe them? But Vatani Vilert Nabraiset says a chaver, person that knows the halachas, that comes to do azah on a person, mazanal of miyad. So we do a, 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 this chaver. Again, a chaver himself that's tomei, and we want to do azah on him, we can do the azah of the paradum immediately, no preconditions. And I'm a odetz that wants us to do azah on him. We have to determine, we have to know for a fact that this is the third day of his tomei or the seventh day of his tomei. We don't rely on him counting this. So what do we see over here? When it comes to the tumma of the Gufan of Nama Oretz, we don't trust him to come and tell us, I already counted three days. We have to see it for our own eyes. That's even when he gets to the tumma of his Guf. So the Gemara says, So Abaya answers, Because we were very stringent with him in the beginning, that he has to count in front of us the three days and then the seven days. So therefore, in the end, we were more makel that when he goes to the mikveh, we relied that he actually went to the mikveh. Because he knows that, it, that we see, he sees that the Chachamim are giving him such trouble in the beginning, so therefore he wants to already finish with this, so he's going to be careful to go to the mikveh properly at the end. That there are different parts of the keli. There's the outside part of the keli, the inside part of the keli. What does this mean? We learned in the Mishnah. A keli that the outside of the keli became tome with liquids. Now this is only a tome with the Usually food does not make a keli tome. But with mashkin, there's excited that it could be a mashka of a zov. So therefore, Chachamu Wagaiza that it's tame. A chayr of tameim, the outside of the keli will be tame. But teichai, oignai, ozna, viyadav, tahir. The inside and different kinds of handles of the keli, that will all stay tahir. Nitma teichai, the inside became tame, then kulit tame. Then the entire keli becomes tame. The next thing it said in the Mishnah is ubeis hatzbita. What is this Lashen Beis Hatzbita? Certain part of the Keli. My Beis Hatzbita. What is this? This is the handle basically. Tzayfta means that you hold on to it in order to be able to serve and offer to other people. And he offered and he gave her Kali. So Vayitzpat means where you hold it and you could serve it. Said a different shot. Inside a keli, they had this little groove inside a plate where they would put like a dip. Now she says they would put vinegar or mustard inside there, and that's where they would dip inside the keli. So that's like a little groove, a little section inside the keli. All kelim, we do not make a distinction between the outside of the keli and the inside of the keli. Echad kotshe hamikdash, whether this is regarding kotshe hamikdash and vechad kotshe akvul, or the kotshim that is not only in the base of mikdash but outside in Yerushalayim. So for all these t- kinds of kotshim, 
we don't distinguish and say that if one part of the keli became tame, the other part of the keli is not tame. It all becomes tame. This is the chumra by kachim. So the Gemara explains, Amalei kachi hagvul ma'ininu. What is this kachi hagvul? What's the kachim that's in Yerushalayim? Trume, isn't that to trume? Trume, you can eat even in Yerushalayim, and actually gvul means l'chayda not only in Yerushalayim. You can eat it anywhere in Eretz Yisrael. We learned in our Mishnah that when it comes to Trume, we do distinguish between the inside of the Kaili, the outside of the Kaili, and the handle of the Kaili. So, how could you say that when it comes to Kachia Gvul, which refers seemingly to Trume, that we don't make a distinction that it's all one thing and it all becomes Tame? So the Gemara answers, no, maybe the Pshat of what he said is different. Maybe what he meant to say is that he was referring to Chulin, that a person is eating on the same level of Tara like Kachim. And what he's saying is, whether it's Kachim itself, whether it's Chulin, Shanasu, Al Tara, Sakaydesh, it's all going to be the same Allah that once part of the Kaili becomes Tomei, the whole Kaili is Tomei. So after he gave him this answer, he said, Oh, at Kartan Milse, Dom Rabbi Baravur. He just reminded me something that we, we said in the name of Rabbi Baravur. He said, Achas, Esther, Milus, Shanukan. The Mishnah mentions here 11 different Chumris that there is by Kachim. And he said, Sheish Rishayna. It's the first six Chumris in our Mishnah. is Bain Lekaydish and Bain Lechulin Shanas Altaras Akaydish. It applies both for Kachim itself and also for Chulin that you treat with the same level of as Kachim. Achrainis, the last five in the Mishnah is only Lekaydish Avalei Lechulin Shanas Altaras Akaydish, not for the Chulin Shanas Altaras Akaydish. So therefore, what he was saying is, whether it's Kachim, whether it's Chulin Shanas Altaras Akaydish, either way, the same Chumra applies that we don't distinguish between one section of the Kali and the other. It'll all be Tomei if a part of it became Tommy.